I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Queen's Hip Hop Roots. This is part of our continuing coverage of the 50th anniversary since the founding of hip hop. And what we're doing in this episode is taking a look at that uniquely Queen swag, the Queen style, the sounds, artists from back in the day, artists from today, and artists uh, on the verge of being really big tomorrow. So that's what we're talking about. We have an amazing panel to break this all down for us. Joining us is DJ Sherrod. He's from Queens. He's a heavy hitter DJ. You hear him on Hot 97 on Holiday Mix Weekends. He's also heard on Shade 45. DJ Sherrod, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be part of this discussion. We appreciate it. Also with us is the one and only Tony Yayo. Yes, that Tony Yayo, uh, representing Southside, Southside yeah. Queens. He's one of yeah. the founding members of the G-Unit, and his latest project is called The Loyal, and it's on all streaming platforms. Tony, thank you so much for being with us. So, Lisa, you know I love you. Thank you. No, great to have you back. Thank you so much. Also with us is Kaya Baby. She's from Queens. She's an, an up-and-coming new hip-hop artist. Her latest single is called New Energy. Kaya, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. No, super excited. And also with us is Chuck Creekmer. He is the CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. Chuck, great to have you with us as always. Thank you. Salute. Thank you very much. Tony Ayo, I'm going to start with you on this. What does it mean to be from Queens to you? I mean, from, for me, it's big because my favorite rap group of all time, I'm going to say, is Run DMC from the beginning. And uh, I remember that song. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. It was it was a big record. And I think that what was the rock record they had. Was with that Nirvana? Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Bad broad nose. Well, Aerosmith, I just feel like Run DMC and LL J is like that was big for me. Like going to Rock um, on Farmers Boulevard and seeing the rap, and they'd be like, Yo, this is where you know, uh, LL J is from Run DMC. This is where they're from Hollis, you know, rest in peace, Jam Master J, you know, and he he taught 50 Cent how to do songs in song format. So I feel like, and I met Jay before, and I feel like, uh, Queens, it's just Jam Master J, Run DMC, uh, it's a list goes on, but LL Cool J and Run DMC were so close to our neighborhood that it just feels like I'm a part of it, you know? No, definitely. Chuck, when you look at the artists, all the great artists that have, have come through, uh, come from Queens, representing Queens, who comes to mind for you? I mean, definitely start with Run DMC, um, like Tony Yayo said, breaking the, the walls down, making hip-hop commercial, making, um, you know, opening that gateway on MTV and BET. Um, but after Run DMC, yeah, LL. And then from there, it just, it just, it goes crazy, basically. You know, you got your, your Roxanne Shantae's, your MC Shans, and, and um, you know, and then they had a little slip up with KRS-One. But after that, it was like revenge, you know what I mean? It's still cool because we that KRS one wreck and we liked it even though he was disappointed. Right. Peace records in the world. I can't even front. Yeah, nah. Nas and them said, you know, Nas said after that they were coming back, and that's what they did. You know, right. Nas, Bob Deep, CNN, you know, Capone Noriega, even you know, even like a Tribe Called Quest and all that. You know, so um, Queens is is really dope. 
in, in in terms of having that range and that you know different flavors of of music. No, definitely. Kai, coming up in Queens, were there certain artists that you looked at that maybe resonated more with you because they were from Queens or that inspired you? Um, absolutely, definitely. Um, this guy right here, yeah, yo, I consider him, you know, legendary. Um, you know, coming up when I was coming up, when Jimmy came out, it was like so big for us because it was so close to home. And like, yo, these guys, like, they they from right here, and it's. Like he mentioned LL, I was probably like a baby. So LL to me is like out of reach by the time I'm like a, a young kid or a young teenager. LL was like superstar. You don't you don't think you'll ever run into someone. I was like, oh, that's cool. LL's from Queens. That's dope. Like we got somebody like LL and like he said, run DMC. But they were older. So when Genuine came out for me, it was like, yo, it, it, look at this. Like people from here really could turn their lives around and make it doing music. And at that time, I wasn't even really, I wasn't rapping. I used to play basketball. But rappers like that, just definitely. Then Nicki Minaj came out, and they were like, wow. female, amazing. We definitely, like... Are we going to forget the queen, Claudia, right? We are up there. Can't never forget her. Yeah. No, never. That that era right there was just, like, for Queens, it was just so amazing. For me, being from Queens, it was like, we had Jimmy and you got Nicki Minaj. It was dope. What's special about Nicki to me is she's from Southside. She right. Knew- no, L is for the north side. Right. Nikki from south side, she right there. So like I said, when people is right there and you see people blow, like the, the energy with your new record, there's your new energy, excuse me. I mean, I love to see, you know, the DJs playing it and you going hard and repping Queens right now more than anybody. Right. You know? No, that's I that's mean, so true. DJ Sherrod, when you, you look at artists that that have resonated with you in particular. Tell us about some of your favorites. Like everybody, you know, Run DMC, Tribe Called Quest. But then even if you look at the the growth of hip hop and how it's grown, you know, out of Run DMC, you could even say Onyx came out of that. Onyx came right after them. And that was a derivative of Jam Master J. You know what I'm saying? Lost Boys, Van Wick. Like, there was so much energy that came after her. Run DMC, DMC and after LL, and then it just exploded. We're going to take a short break. Uh, this is Three Soldiers. We're talking about Queen's hip hop roots. I'm Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, yo, 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 what up, what up? It's the infamous Mob Deep, Prodigy right here, you know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, you know what I mean? And real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're celebrating Queens as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Joining us for this conversation, DJ Sherrod. He's from Queens, a heavy hitter DJ. You hear him on Hot 97 on Holiday Mix Weekends and also on Shade 45. Also with us is Kaya Baby. She's from Queens, an up and coming hip hop artist. Her latest single is called New Energy. Also with us is Chuck Creekworth. He's a CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. Also joining us from his car, is uh, Tony Yeo. He is from Outside Queens, representing G-Unit. Also, his latest project, The Loyal, on all streaming platforms. Thank you all for being with us. Chuck, you are very proud of something that you have totally representing Queens. Can you show that to us? Describe it, too, for our radio audience. Yeah, so, I mean, everybody that doesn't know, Run DMC broke broke the wall down and and really opened the floodgates for hip-hop when they endorsed Adidas without getting paid. Everybody went and got the shell to Adidas back in the day. 
And unfortunately, rest in peace, Jam Master Jay. He passed away. But, you know, he was like a, a king of styles. So everybody was really copying Jam Master Jay the whole time. So Adidas hit me up. <clears throat> me with this. Got the run DMC on the, the, you know, the toe right there. You know what I mean? So the tongue, rather. And um, nah, it's just more testament. You know, they continuously pay homage to to what they did, you know, and they know what Run DMC did to Kate, you know, definitely and what what they represented represent to the culture. Tony, in terms of the in terms of the Queen's sound, how did that influence you when you were starting out with G Unit? Tell us about what that was like. It was big for me because you know Fifty was signed to Jay, so I got a chance to meet Onyx, and I remember um, Kill 'Em in a Club was the first record that 50 was on, and I was just happy to be around Onyx, because I, I liked Onyx for all their songs, from Slam to uh, to Throw Your Guns in the Air to everything that they had at that time. And I remember doing a video with 50 and uh, Sun C. We, we, it was on a hot drink. It was, we was playing hot. You watched that video. And uh, I didn't get on the so I was too scared. I seen Sun C fall, and he busts his head open. Ambulance came. So... It, that was a crazy moment for me and hip hop. That was big for me. I'm like, wow, I want to bust it with Niles. I couldn't believe it. I was like the biggest group yet. It was it was crazy for me because I thought it'd be wild and stuff on the bus, but Niles was actually reading books and stuff like that. So I'm like, wow, crazy. This is how Niles comes up with all his music by reading these books. So those were two big Queens experiences. But me for, you know, being around Onyx, me, Jim, Master J, and uh, being around Nas, you know, even though he's from the Plains Bridge, you know, I mean, I, I love hip hop. I love Stack Bundles. Rest in peace to him. That was one of my favorite MCs as well as Chinks. Like, and rest in peace, Chinks. Yeah, definitely. Queens is always known. And if these, and I always say in my mind, if Stack was here, Chinks was here, and Freaky Ty was here, um, a lot of artists, Jim, Master J, well, well, it would be even more bigger because, you know, these artists was, was actually real good, you know, and it's, it's, it's sad we lost all these people, but, and I feel, even LL, I feel like LL is underrated. Like, he got to be one of the best MCs of all time. He's in my top five. He went from three eras of music. He went from 80s, from I'm Bad, Tiny Love, to, to 90s, to uh, Cars Drive By with the booming system. So around the way, girl, and then to the early 2000s with with all kinds of hate records. Mm -hmm. Three genres of music, LL. No, totally. And then look what he did with his career. You know, how he expanded on his career, too, after that was 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 pretty amazing. Kaya, in terms of the Queens, uh, some people have said Queens was always more unique because, of course, Queens Bridge is a housing development. There's a lot of, you know, apartments close by together. But a lot of people, a lot of parts of the of, of the borough, there's more space than there is, like in the Bronx or Brooklyn. And that that affected how people would party. It affected how the sound. What do you think about that? Is that accurate or whack? Uh, <laughs> um, Queens is kind of, Queens is bigger than a lot of people think. So like you heard Yayo mentioned earlier, you know, um, they got LL and stuff. They're from the north side of Queens. People consider that north side. Um, Someone who's not from Queens will probably call us something silly like Northside Jamaica. And someone will look at you like, what? <laughs> we just call it Northside. And then you got the Southside where there are a little bit more um, 
housing, project housings on top of each other and next to each other. So it did, growing up, it did affect, um, you know, partying or just traveling. I know a lot of my friends from, you know, other side of the town were not able to come to my side of the town or not allowed to because it will be considered dangerous. And um, sometimes, unfortunately, as a teen, whatever other people's parents stereotype you too, and they're like, you know, I don't want such and such over here. You think you might steal or this might start a fight or something silly like that. Um, but overall, as I got older, Queens, Queens, you, once you know the right people in Queens, I'll say it, it looks like we're not united music-wise because people say it all the time about Queens. But when you're really outside and putting in that work, you'll see the unity within Queens, especially where it's needed. Like Kayeo was mentioning LL and 50 and just even Roxanne, Shantae, Nas, like all of those people that's pioneers in the game from Queens, they all showing each other love and that's really needed right now, especially for the younger generation so they could see like, all right, we, we stick together and, and look out for each other. We could be as big as any other borough, any other state, wherever, big as the world, if we just stick together. No, absolutely. That's so important. Sherrod, what about the, you're you're from a long line of DJs from Queens that got their start in Queens. Tell us about that. Were there were there some that inspired you in particular? I mean, it started with Jam Master J, rest in peace. You know, Jam Master J set the foundation, not only as a DJ, but as a trendsetter and as a producer and as somebody who would pay it forward and help people as a producer in music to put other people on. Like a lot of the stuff we've talked about today is artists. And even if you look at Kaya right now, I remember seeing on Instagram in the summer, there was a picture of Kaya and 50 Cent. And it was the first time I'd seen it. It was some outdoor festival, if I'm not mistaken. And if you look at 50's lineage and where that all comes from, everything comes from Jam Master J. So the DJ is really critical, is a really cr critical component in the elements of hip hop that sometimes gets overlooked. But as a DJ myself, playing radio, playing clubs, playing parties, we have such a critical role. And a lot of the artists from Queens understand that because we did come up in mixtape culture. Like everybody came up in Queens and mixtape culture, you know, uh, Clue Tapes, uh, who, uh, who Kid tapes, you know, those tapes are legendary, you know, and then that transcended and moved into radio. You know, these mixta this mixtape era moved into radio. And you look at blend tapes from guys like Strictly Live, like Camillo and Uter. Like DJ Camillo, right? Um, we shout out to DJ Camillo, definitely. And then you look at that diversity. If, if you look at that diversity of inside the borough of Queens, you got parts that are completely Latino like right. the beat nuts and what they came from. And then you got me, I'm Indian, right. but the whole West Indian thing, you know, in the Caribbean culture is huge and it's very connected to hip hop. And ultimately our culture of hip hop is not just rap music. It's, it's the style, the swag, the blend of different cultures, the way we talk, the way we dress, it all comes out of Queens. And the one thing we could talk about Queens and no one could take that away from anybody from Queens is the authenticity of it. You know, we are so authentic because we're so diverse and our diversity is what makes Queens just the best place to be from, the best, best place to rap and honestly, some, where the best music comes out of. And what about DJ Marley Marl? Did he have an impact on you? Of, of course. I mean, Marley Marl set the trends. I mean, Marley Marl put everything in place again as a producer. You went from, you go from DJ to producer and you're making the hits. You're not just playing records, you're, you're making records and making it go global because you're putting the beats together and putting the artists in the studio. 
So do you, do you see him as a pre, like a predecessor to like, um, you know, to to Khaled, to some of the DJ drama, to some of the other DJs that have gone into you know, actually producing? A hundred percent. You know, you, you have to see where it comes from, you know, and that, you know, we, we didn't really talk Juice Crew too much, but if you, if you look at everything that comes out of Queens, like even early 80s, 70s might've been the Bronx, but come early 80s, everything was coming out of, out of Queens and everything was coming out of Queensbridge. And then it went east towards all the other parts of Queens that we were talking about. So yeah, Marley Mall for sure. Chuck, what about that in terms of the, the authenticity and the, and the, the DJs and the sounds that were coming out of Queens? No, I mean, it was crazy because you just mentioned the Bronx and a lot of people would say that DJs out of Queens came for that, you know, and that's just a hard, you know, ongoing debate that people have about hip hop, especially now that it's turning 50. But, um, nah, I mean, definitely, you know, when you talk about the Juice Crew and Marley, Marley Law, I mean, you can't say it enough, even, um, you know, Wu-Tang will kind of point a finger at them as in terms of those being the early formations of the big crew and the, and the, and the elite MCs that came out of that, you know, obviously everybody wasn't from Queens in the juice crew, but Molly Mob bringing it all together was, you know, essential, you know, so I got to shout out my man country rap because he's one of my favorites and definitely in terms of lyricism top, you know, Mount Rushmore levels on the mic, you know what I mean? So that's the other thing we got to really talk about the lyricism that comes out of Queens too. You know, let's funny bubble. Let's take a short break and come back and, and and talk about that. This is Three Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about Queen's hip hop roots, celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. We'll be back right after this. Yeah, yeah, what up, what up, what up? This is Styles P, the Ghost, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people, only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about Queen's hip hop roots as part of our continuing celebration and continuing coverage of the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Joining us for this conversation, DJ Sherrod. He is a heavy hitter DJ. You hear him on Hot 97 All Mix Holiday Weekends and also Shade 45. Also with us is up and coming hip hop artist Kaya Baby. Her latest single is called New Energy. Also with us is Chuck Creekmore, CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. And also joining us, who's actually in Queens right now, the one and only Tony Yeo from Southside, one of the founding members of G-Unit, and he's still making music. He's got a latest project called The Loyal that is on all the streaming platforms. Thank you all for being with us. Uh, Chuck, you want to focus on the lyricism in Queens hip-hop. Tell us tell us what you mean by that. Nah, I mean, just, you know, lyrics, lyrics, bars, bar, you know what I mean? So when I'm... You know, the other day I was just listening to um, LL, the original Rock the Bells. I don't know, like a lot of people only know the one that came out, out on the album, but there's another one and it's seven minutes long and it's just LL spitting crazy bars. Like, it's crazy. Literally like a nonstop verse. And so, you know, when I think about, um, you know, the early people, like, you know, even even some of the people we don't mention enough, like MC Shan and and, and, and folks like that who kind of held it down. You know, Sham was like one of the first superstars, um, you know, in LL. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, the Kango and all that kind of started with Shan and stuff, Puma suits and everything. So, you know, 
I mean, so I'm going to start it with shit or, uh, yo, I think, you know, shit, look hard enough. It, it, it might have started with uh, Shan, if you look hard enough. Yeah. But LL made it worldwide. No disrespect. Except I've seen Shan and LL. Without the sugar. I don't know. We, we, have to, we, have to, we have to do the research on that. We have to do the research on that. Believe that. I don't want to spend one to rush him out. We're not, try, not trying to start any beef here on this. I start nothing. No What about the lyricism, spitting the bars? Was there a certain queen's thing? Like, I want you guys get your style when you were starting out with G Unit. The, the lyrics, I'm gonna say Prodigy Mob Deep, because when Shook Ones came out, like, that's when Queens got respect. Like, you ain't a crook, son, you a Shook One. Like, you know, like, Queens, we always had the hard people, oh, when you go to jail, Queens, Queens, Queens. But Queens is, is real. It's like, and, and when, when Mob Deep made Shook Ones and Nas dropped Illmatic, it, it was over at Quam Mega. It was over for me because Illmatic was like, when we was outside and we was in the streets doing what we was doing, Illmatic was was the gospel to the streets. Mob Deep, gospel, Shook Ones, Albert, Shook Ones, the gospel to the streets. So those were, was was the main things for me out block. And then, like, for me, I, I used to be outside all the time. My best friend was a DJ. So, like, Kaya Baby, she's from 40 Projects. My favorite that was Grandmaster Vic. I remember going to the parties and the DJs like Grandmaster Vic, Clue, um, Hoon Kid, Dog Time, all these DJs. We used to go to Jamaica Avenue, go to Hot Wax, see the big white guy that was there. I forgot his name. Went to bed, rest in peace to him. And we used to buy every mixtape that was out. And Queens, like, back to what Sharon was saying, it's a diversity of people. We got Jamaican. We got Haitian. I went to school with nothing but Guyanese, um, Indian, um, Spanish, Latin, Puerto Rican, Dominican. It's a melting pot of, of all kind of culture. It's the biggest borough in New York City. And I mean, you know, like I said, when I think of 40 projects and Kai, I think of Grandmaster Vic. I had to shout him out because I remember being in the parties. He'd come on and he'd play that Lost Boys, rest in peace to Freaky Ty. He was from my neighborhood, 134 Guy So I seen success early with the Lost Boys. They was right on my block. I was with them. I know his brother, Jay Ball. I know um, um his brother that passed away, IG. I know I know all of them. I know his father, Champ. So I was familiar. I seen success right there and seen Lost Boys winning and then rest in peace to Freaky Ty. I seen Freaky Ty get killed in the neighborhood too. So I seen that early and it taught me lessons. But when it comes to the lyricism and in and, 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 and Queens, it's so many dope artists. Like we, Nikki is like, come on, who could, who could go more? Exactly. We don't talk about Nikki enough, man. Yeah, Nikki, like Nikki, she she go bar for bar with any dude. She got on a Kanye record and ripped it. I'm a monster. She she killed it. Like so, it's like I always big up Nikki because I feel like she's one of the best lyricists that even came out of Queens. Period. Male, period. Male or female, right? Male or female. She's one of the best. Artists coming out of Queens, you know, shout to Nikki. And she's right, like Kaya said, she's right up the block. So so that win right there, it feels like I'm a part of that win. Just like when G-Unit dropped, the whole Queens felt like they was a part of that win. Kaya take off this year, we all feel like we a part of that win because Kaya's from right there. We could take a, a dollar van right to right to 40 Project. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just the lyricism for me is always going to be dope lyrics and all. 
and all in Queens. Like it's just from the beginning of time. Like we said, from Onyx to uh to uh uh Jam Master J, Run DMC from LL, and like I said, LL to me is super underrated because we're talking about three genres of music: the '80s, the '90s, and early 2000s. Nothing but hits. Nothing but hits from LL. Right. No, totally. Kaya, Kaya, what about the the res the respect for uh, Nikki or not people not paying enough attention to what she's accomplished? Because she she was a real trailblazer or is a real trailblazer in so many ways. Uh, she's definitely a truck writer. Like he just mentioned how LL been through 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Nikki also rapped her way through eras that a lot of her younger fans will never have no idea about, like um, um, DVDs, and she was rapping in, in the staircases or rapping outside with dudes. It would just be Nikki and a bunch of dudes. Um, a lot of her fans will never know that side of Nikki. So people see just the Barbie side, and absolutely the lyrics is there, but they didn't see the gritty Nikki, and I feel like a lot of people got to get intact with that, but that's why I love that she still does her thing as far as making hit records, but she also incorporates those bars in there to remind you, like, don't play with me. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still, still rapping. Kaya, they don't know the gritty Nikki used to be in a, a studio called Sock Passe over there on the north side with stacked bundles and Maserati Fox. A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't know she rap with, with, uh, with stacking everybody. They didn't know she rap with uh Maserati Fox. Rest in peace to Maserati Fox. But that that was the grit. She used to be in the studio, you know, eating Chinese food with everybody and show. Yeah. <laughs> look how far she's look how far she's came in. Exactly. Sherrod, in terms of in terms of Nikki, because I, I wanted to, I want to give her a little bit more props too. It's like when you when you look at her achievement, because we've had we've had such an explosion of, of female of female rappers lately but there was a time when there were very very few we, we even did shows chuck is chuck was on some of them we're like going where are the women you know where are the women rappers and yet there she was you know like i said from very, the very beginning you know in the stairwells out, out, outside with the guys and and making it happen and and holding her own and doing it her own way at a time when women were really in a lot of ways not taken seriously i don't think in, in, in hip-hop what what what's your take on nikki I think she opened up the floodgates for everybody, you know, from what Kaya said, being a trailblazer and being a trendsetter and, and opening up and saying you could go from Queens to the world, male or female. She did it as a female, but she took Queens to the entire world. Look at records like Starships. Starships were meant to fly like that's 128 beats per minute. That's a pop record. That's a top 40 record to this day on Hot 97's recurring playlist. We have Moment for Life. Moment for Life is a Nick record that is not only a, a, a party record, it is people walk out to their wedding to that song. Mm -hmm. That's Nicki Minaj. So when you talk about the bars and the stairwells and being in Sakbase studio and coming from that and taking it global to having timeless records, that's a Queens thing. Queens is timeless and that will never be taken away because it's original and it went so far and it was it was uh, accepted by everybody. It's accepted globally, and it comes out of Queens. You know, so that's, that's a great point, Chuck. What about the the timelessness of so much of the music from Queens? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, but you know, Q-Tip said it, and I can't remember the exact lyrics, but basically, you know, you don't even put a date on your record because it, you know, you can play it now, you can play it then. Like it's it's just doesn't have a date on it. 
even the G-Unit records, man, I go back and listen to those joints to this day, you know, when I'm working out and stuff or going for a run and you just want to get energized, you know what I mean? Just play those jokes, you know. And you know what, Chuck? I just want to say one thing to Chuck Lisa. I like that he always mentions um, um, Q-tipping them because they had a whole different style when they came with I Left My Wallet and El Segundo. And uh, what was the uh, what was my other big hit record? Uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember being a kid. I remember going to like Club Mercedes and going to these on on clubs on Rockaway Boulevard and clubs on the North Side, Rockaway Twins, Grandmaster Vic, Lost Boys. I was in all them parties. That's what made me. And um, when I remember when Tribe Called Quest came with Bonita, and they came with I Left My Wallet in El Segundo. But when they came with that Bonita in the club. That used to that and LL um doing it well. I remember when those came on the club in night. Oh my god! When you put those two on, Bonita and, and I left Bonita had doing it doing it well. I mean, come on. And Tribe Quest had a totally different style than Onyx. They wasn't really street like that. Five Dog, rest in peace, Five Dog. But they wasn't. They didn't really come off with the street element like that. You know, they was doing songs with like De La Soul. Which had that different style and the Jungle Brothers. I remember, you know, when they when they when he was collabing with them, I had the Jimmy joint. That was one of my favorite records in hip hop all the time. And I it, it was just that's why I'm glad we gotta always shout out Tropical Quest. No, and they're right there from like, shout out to Tip into the shout out to Tip definitely for for still you know from making music and and staying true to himself too because I think that was that was a big part of. You know, he just didn't go with trends. He didn't do what he could easily have done, capitalize on his name in certain ways and his yeah. accomplishments and, and really stay stay true to the course. Kaya, what about the what about that with Queens? I, was, I would definitely the course. say I'm happy you mentioned that that word trend. I realized like when it comes to a lot of Queens artists, um, when I started rapping, uh a lot of people don't really believe in my story. I wasn't never really a hip hop uh kind of swore since a baby and I grew up around like no, I have like 12 aunts, so I grew up around R&B. Um, however, I was like into sports, so when I did start rapping, I was nothing around nothing but the dudes. And I felt like um, Nikki was a big inspiration for me because I'm like, right, if she could do it, I could do it. You just gotta go hard. Like They're not doing nothing different than me besides we got different body parts, but oh, you put your mind to it, we, 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 gonna, we gonna get it. And I felt like Queens rappers, we never really follow trends. Like right now, I, I I guess I'll call it the hip shaking trend that we're in and got that sound. You don't see, you don't never really see a lot of Queens artists hop on in. And then before that was the drill. You didn't see a lot of Queens artists doing that or, or the trap sound. Queens are always stuck to Queens. And I mean, no disrespect to any other boroughs or any other artists from other boroughs, but Queens rappers is one thing I noticed. We always stuck to to the root of hip hop, even if we did throw a little trap sound in there or club sound, because of course people want to make that feel good party music. I make strip club music and party music and all different types of music, but I always have that whole hip hop boom bap sound. And I feel like it, it, look, and Kaya, one thing, one thing, congratulations on your new single, right? But yeah. what I like about female artists, what I, I love, you know, City Girls and all these other artists too, right? Yeah. Well, when you can make music that I could bump into the car like like Nikki is something that I could listen to in the car. Me being a guy, you know, me, your new energy. I could listen to that in the car. Me being a, a, a guy, the girl Scarlet from the Bronx that just dropped the New York record. I'm in the car bumping that. 
So Lauren Hill, I could bump that too. MC Light, I bumped her music. Queen Latifah, who you calling up? You know, like hey. <laughs> I put I hip hop head. So like I I remember watching MC Light, um, take the train. I mean, hit the road, Jack. Light as a rock, I think. And they had the Jettas, cause I was a fan of the Jettas back in the days. And she jumped on the train, and it was a simple video, cause MC Light is one of my favorite MCs, female artists. But when you could have a man listen to the same thing that you the list and and the female loving it, I think that's when you got them. You know, some female, some a lot of female artists make music just for females, and that's cool. I like it, cause if I'm around some females, I gotta play City Girls or Sweet D or or Lotto or whatever. But when I'm in the car and I, I want to listen to Lauren Hill, I want to listen to MC Light, I want to listen to something kind of, you know, kind of kind of gangster a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be rocking city girls in the car unless some girls are in the car. But when you can get the males to love you too, and that's what Nikki did. That's the most important thing. She proved her, her bars to a male-dominant sport. For the longest, now it's turning into a female-dominant sport. Because when I go to the clubs, I hear Kaya Baby, I hear Nikki, I hear Cardi B, I hear Maya the Dawn, I hear Scarlett, I hear, uh, it's so many artists that you hear. But what Nikki did was, she transitioned, when she got on Monster with Kanye, that was it for me. She had all the girl records and all the hit records that the women love, but when I heard her go bar for bar with Kanye and them, yeah. that was it. We talking about lyrics. It, it, was, it was game over. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Stay with us. What up, what up? This is Machine Gun Kelly, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Salute. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining us for this conversation about Queen's hip-hop roots, DJ Sherrod. He's a heavy hitter DJ. You hear him on holiday all mix weekends live on Hot 97. He's also heard on Shape 45. Also joining us is up and coming artist from Queens, Kaya Baby. Her latest single is called New Energy. Also joining us, Chuck Creekmer, CEO and co-founder of allhiphop.com. And also with us is Tony Yeo from Southside Queens, one of the founding members of G-Unit. His latest music project is called The Loyal. It's on all the streaming platforms, Tony. And everybody, thank you so much for, for being with us. Sherrod, in terms of the, the future for Queens, having maintaining its kind of imprint on hip-hop, what do you see coming up or what trends do you see? Because you're in the clubs, you're all over the place, um, you know, with artists, with fans. You can tell in the club, I think, get a sense of, you know, what people are really liking and really feeling. What do you see ahead for, for hip-hop artists from Queens, like Kaya? My perspective is that hip-hop has been global. It's going more global. And now with the resources, the digital resources that we have, the easy connectivity that we have, hip-hop from the boroughs and specifically from Queens has taken over the world. We're, we as a culture uh, create impact in everything outside of music. So when you talk about what basketball is, Basketball's energy comes from hip-hop. Basketball's fashion comes from hip-hop. If you look at the globe as a whole, Rolling Loud, the festival, just went to Thailand. Mass Appeal, Mass Appeal, Nas's label, opened up in India. They got Mass Appeal India. They got Def Jam Thailand. Def Jam came out of Queens. Mass Appeal comes out of Queens. So I believe musically, 
is where it starts, but culture is where it's impacted as a whole. And Queens has everything to do with that. And we have our stamp and I think it's just going to keep going. And, you know, salute to Kaya, baby. I didn't even know Kaya was going to be on here. <laughs> and when I was thinking about what this conversation was, and I knew the question would come up about who's next or what's next. It's really true that the leading name and the leading personality coming out of the borough is 1000% Kaya. And I think she's the next generation of uh, we're gonna see. it's it's what we're going to see. You know, she's outside every night. Don't make me cry. But it's a fact. And, and, and I'm so glad that you're on this, this situation. I, I, I totally agree with you, because one thing I say about like Kaya was saying, like a lot of the, a lot of the, it's a lot of gang violence everywhere in New York City, including Queens. Right. Yeah. So there's not a lot of unity. A lot of rappers like I, it's certain rappers like. I can't play certain rappers' music from South Side if I'm riding on the North Side. It might be a problem. Or if, if I'm on the South Side and I'm playing a North Side rapper, it might be a problem. You hear about the stuff in the news where you get shot at for playing the wrong music. So one thing I say about Kaya is Kaya is not in that mix. Kaya is grinding. You see her everywhere. You see her in the city, in the club. You see her at 50 event. You see her uptown over here. You see her all over the place. The thing is, it's not, it, it, it's not, it's the grind. So I think New York City, we're a place in Queens, especially Queens get the money. That's what it stands for. Yeah. It's like, we, it's the grind you see from Kaya. There's a lot of dope artists in Queens, but are they grinding like Kaya, Sherrod? Not that I see. No. Nope. They're, they're not grinding. So what, what it is, is the divide is, is that all these guys got their issues. Quit the issues because it's going to just send you to jail. Or 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 or, or somewhere else. No, we're gonna get you killed. You know, me or get you killed. So there's a lot of dope artists, but like Kaya said, it's a division. There's no unity, you know. And a lot of people just wanna do it on their own, sort of like a Fifty did and G Unit did. Right. But a lot of artists ain't cut like that because you need direction. Fifty had a direction. He directed us what to do. We was gonna be in the studio. Now nah, we sleeping in the studio tonight. Mm -hmm. We sleeping. We not leaving the studio. Parties, we not going to parties. We're on the studio. He was on a mission because it was really get rich or die trying. Because if he seen the guys that did what they did to him, he, it would have been get rich or die trying. It would have really been the movies, like real for us. But Kaya is the grind. So the music is half the battle. Getting on platforms like this, Lisa Everett. I'm glad I'm seeing Kaya on it because it's Queens and she's the hottest thing coming out right now. Nobody's. Nobody's really working like she is. That's what it comes down to for me, Sherrod. You know, she got the lyrics. The, the, the work. Kaya, so what the, what's ahead for you? You got all these great endorsements here. I know, right? And it's so funny because, like you said, I didn't expect to see any on here either. And I tried to uh, catch up with him last weekend for his birthday. So now that, like he said, I'd be so busy. So when he did the club things, I, I was, you know, doing my own bookings when I was free. I tried to run into those guys. Crazy seeing him on here. And um, just getting an acknowledgement from them because they've been in the game, you know, for years. Like I could learn, I'm still learning to this day. Like every time, um, even with my freestyles, when a DJ will request it, because uh, Flex will request <laughs> freestyles for me and Kevin. Hold, hold on, Kaya, tell them what Fifty Court when we was in Brooklyn, we in front of thousands of people. Yeah, I was, I was gonna get that. Fifty. Fifty said, Kaya, come up here and spit, and I knew she was seasoned because she came up there without a problem and did her numbers. 
that's what it's about. Yeah. You know? And that, that opened so many doors to me. I'm forever grateful for 50 for that. Because that from that, um, you know, unfortunately, we live in a time it's like, yeah, yeah, I know she's nice. She can rap. She can rap better than a lot of people. But okay, but when someone like 50 saying it, now it's like, oh, let's get her. Let's work with her. She's Leia. She's the next best thing. Oh, definitely. You get that great question. But for that because I got out from Queens, so I had to make sure. I don't know what, what got inside me, but I had to make sure I rep the borough. And I rep you the fire. You deserve yeah. it. Work at 50. Listen, 50 wouldn't recognize you, neither would nobody, if you didn't put that work in. Like oh, I said, no, exactly. I, I listen, I'm waiting for him because he'd be writing things on my page. Like the last freestyle, I did the animal instrumental, and 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 that goes back to Chuck talking about just classic beats. Because when I did that on freestyle, a lot of people, like younger generation, like, what beat is this? I'm like, oh, this, if only y'all knew. <laughs> but just someone knew a, a young guy and bringing a beat back that goes to show y'all classic things. Are. And he wrote, he commented on that, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sit down with you when I get back. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, good, good luck. Good luck with that. And Chuck, Chuck, final word. It, do you have hope after this conversation? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely got hope. I always have hope. You know, I always look for the best. You know what I mean? So it's one thing I can say for sure is Queens has the original uh, flavors, the authenticity that, you know, the range. Like we've said, you know, you go from Tribe Called Quest to G-Unit to Nas and you know, Lost Boys, everything. And um, Cormega, you know, his bars are so crazy. I listen to Cormega like over and over just because it's like a it's like philosophy in there. But um, that's what I'm looking forward to more of, man. Um, you know, with hip hop going global, um, a lot of people are influenced from people from all over the place, not just the five boroughs or not just their hometown. You know what I mean? But I think that it's a little bit better to get like less of a gumbo and more of a like unique sound. And if you expand from there, that's cool, you know, but you got to keep it home team first and then, and then expand too many people trying to jump, jump to start spaceships or whatever before they jump levels, jump like a lot of levels. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Run before they crawl. Out to all hip hop.com. I follow you on Instagram, man. See, I'm at you. I'm definitely you know, I love what you're doing, man. I gotta come do something with you. Appreciate you, bro. Likewise. So yeah, one world the other day. I was like, ah, I missed him. Yeah, man. Right, guys, listen, we're we're out we're out of time, but I want to thank all of you for being with us for this episode of Street Sol Soldiers. DJ Sherrod, thanks so much for being with us. Kaya Baby, thank you. Appreciate it. Chuck Queen Work, allhiphop.com, and the one and only Tony Yeo, latest single, The Loyal. Latest project, The Loyal. Thank you guys all so much for being with us for Street Soldiers. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.